0: If we reflect upon the great timeline of human history, we can see that it is accented with great monumental moments, from the invention of the wheel, the construction of the great pyramids, countless wars and pestilence, and great feats of science and technology. Some of these monumental moments have been groundbreaking. Others have been tragic. But whether or not such moments have brought about happiness or grief, they all have one thing in common. They are catalysts for great change. As human beings caught up in these events, it forces us to evolve and we find ways to adapt. Now, once again, we find ourselves thrust into an age of uncertainty the novel coronavirus. Part of the current navigation of COVID-19 is the theme of self-isolation. The world is keeping still and insular. How can we learn from this situation? How can we adapt and evolve in a positive way? This is a great opportunity to dive into our inner worlds and into our dreams. More than ever, we have the chance to reconnect. Welcome to the inner worlds of self-isolation, where we will be diving deep into our amazing potential as conscious dreamers during these times when we're safer at home.
1: Welcome to an alternate reality.
0: A completely different dreamscape we've entered.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Some would say nightmarish.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely surreal.
2: It also feels a little bit like a liminal space because we're all effectively on hold. So it feels like an in-between state, a little bit astral, a little bit ghostly as well. Um, I find that it, it has very similar <laughs> feelings to the astral plane. We're in the waiting room. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, that's, that's very literally. <laughs> <Even>.
1: <laughs> so what have you guys been up to during this past um, you know, very life changing two weeks?
2: Uh, I've had a lot of movement going on, even though we we're told not to move around. But I basically, I left I left the UK for the States right at the end of February, just before all of this stuff kicked off, uh, to do a three-month tour in the States. And um, of course, as things unfolded uh, over the course of a couple of weeks while I was in California, it became very clear to me that, oh, this is big and I better get my self out of here <laughs> um and then going back to the uk didn't seem like an option because things started to ramp up in the uk so uh made a quick decision to fly to canada before all the borders closed and before everyone was was told to self-isolate so that was a good decision yeah and it was sort of uh, something i took very seriously too because i had a, a kind of precog dream last year about this whole thing oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that all of a sudden jumped into my mind. And I was like, damn, where's that dream? Because my dream journal from last year is back home in my house in the UK. But then I remembered that I had emailed the dream to a friend because a friend had appeared in the first part of the dream. So I just went through my phone and I accessed it. I found it. and it was So uh, strangely enough, I had the dream the very same day, a year later. I had, I had the dream on the 27th of February. And I flew out of the UK on the 27th of fe- February, the year later. Wow. So, um, But yeah, it was basically a, a dream where I was in like a mystery school. And um, it, it, it was very uh, close to being a lucid dream because you know when you get that dream state where everything is so hyper real and vivid and you're so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're more of an observer so like almost like a schooling or teaching dream, but it did actually take place in a school where I was rushing about to get to a class. And then I got to um, this huge marble room, but there was no one in there. But I felt like, oh, uh, the class is about to start. And instead of a big chalkboard, there was a huge hologram uh, that I was looking at instead. And in the hologram, I was shown all these molecular structures, like seeing cells uh, you know, um, like you would through a microscope. And then I was shown all this, uh, like, code. So it was all like these, uh, like a mathematical equation as well. And all these numbers. And uh, and then I was getting this um, this kind of telepathic information. It was like, uh, it's hard to explain. It was just like, uh, I guess, a download of sorts. But I was I was basically said a lot of people are going to perish from this. And then I uh, was given a date and I woke up. But the date, it was a future date. And I had written it down in my dream journal, which is at home in in the UK. But I didn't include it in the email to my friend. And I didn't include some of the other details because I didn't want to freak him out. Like, I hate doing that. I hate sending a dream that's all like really creepy and doom and gloom. So I withheld that information Uh sending it to my friend so I still can't really recall what the date was it was a future date but wow um but I felt really compelled to send that dream to this friend funny thing is he never wrote back <laughs> <laughs> like I've not heard I've not heard from him like in the whole like he hasn't didn't write, write back from that dream yeah I have not heard from him He's since like, like, fuck your dream <laughs> Maybe and I was just like you know a month went by two months I was like oh maybe that was a bit much tree maybe you shouldn't have sent that dream like maybe it was a bit too creepy but I'm kind of glad that I sent it because it yeah because it is a I do have a record of it now um, being sent to somebody else and so in a way uh, plus you, plus
1: it, you you never really know what a dream means to someone that's in it. You know what I mean? Um, when somebody sends your dream saying you were in my dream. Um, yeah, they, they somebody...
2: kind of go, oh, why, why yeah. was I in your dream? And he was in the first part of the dream. His, 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 his role in my dream was when I was traveling to this mystery school. So he was on the train. So I, I, um, was looking out at the landscape and then I turned to look inside the train and he was sitting across from me and I was really surprised to see him like, Oh my God. Hey, what are you doing here? And so, how, what kind of a friend is he? Like, how would you describe him? Um, he is a person like not very like an acquaintance, mm. so not somebody who is extremely close. So that's why I was so surprised. It's like, oh, this is this is somebody who literally probably talked, you know, I've hardly had any yeah. exchanges with um so any of that i found that interesting i mean i didn't i don't really feel fearful i feel like with a lot of these precognitive cognitive dreams there's no fear attached to it it's just like it just is you're observing it from a state of neutrality and and there's no extreme emotion attached to it and so when all of this started to develop i don't really have a lot of fear around this um what's Mm. going on so it's it's just very odd but you
0: know, in the Tibetan uh, tradition, Tenzin Wangpo Rinpoche talks about when you have these premonition dreams, that it doesn't necessarily mean that it may even happen, and of course mm-hmm. it might, but that all of the karma is in place for it to occur. Mm-hmm. And what we choose to do with that information we're given is what's much more important. Uh, because our minds are constantly trying to predict the future. And you're very powerful, Tree. That's, that's an amazing dream.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: what's been bringing me a whole lot of peace is remembering that uh, no dreamer controls the dream in the same way that no sailor controls the sea.
2: Exactly. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why, me That's me. why
1: you know, how we treat our dreams is how I've been treating this life right now, Alejandro, yeah. like you mentioned. I've been allowing it to unfold. Um, and, like, I would a dream or a nightmare that I'm in because that's when things shift, not when I'm attached to, like, aspects of it. Um, even my discomforts and annoyances around surrounding the subject it's kind of just like a part of me, but there's another part that's always witnessing the unfoldment and wonder and even my own behavior and wondering, okay, that was a weird behavior let's you know um next, you know what I mean, and then I become really present at some point um it goes in and out up and down, but for more pockets of time than usual, I become really present and f- hyper focused um and something is really getting clear inside of me and I don't quite know what it is for for pockets of time I do and it seems to get clearer and clearer as I focus more and more unintentionally it's almost just like coming out of me this focus and I've been writing a lot so that's how I've been um dealing with all this besides I have my family and I'm homeschooling full time and and you know my husband is, is remote working so it's it's all on me the parenting for most of the week days mm-hmm. um it, it keeps me busy and present you know with the daily daily life of the things I have to accomplish but nonetheless that's always in the in the background is just this unfoldment this almost like a positive vibe like I know that I go through distress and you know I get sad and I cry and then I laugh, you know, all these things are happening, but um, the under underlined uh, constant feeling that I have is a good one, like uh, very deep, deep, deep inside. And I'm wondering where does that come from? Why, why am I um, uh, happy in, you know what I mean? Why am I happy in, in, in the de- yeah. depth of my soul? There's something interesting right there because I know that what's happening is also annoying me and I am sad and I'm grieving, but what is this strange happiness that is flourishing <laughs> inside of me?
2: <laughs> that's great, though. I mean, that's, um, that's a, probably a true connection to to yourself, to, to source. The present, maybe, yeah. The present, to...
0: And I think it's totally healthy to feel the full range of emotions. Yeah. Um, I've certainly been trying to make the most of this time. Um, you know, I, I'm a massage therapist. And so I obviously haven't been like massaging anyone. And I, I teach at a school and they closed, (coughs) but now I have all this extra time. I found myself, um, more creative. Um, and doing what I can to um, do what I love.
1: Like you're, 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 you're navigating. That's what you're doing. You're like seeing where where it's going to take you. Mm
0: -hmm. Back to the metaphor of, you know, the sailor at sea, the dreamer in the dream, Mm -hmm. especially in a time like this, it's very easy to look out at the whole ocean and say, holy shit, this is insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, to shift that perspective instead to your, my own boat, my sails, and really abandoning all the other things that are outside of the control, which is is just so much noise, really. Mm-hmm. And it's important, you know, to stay informed. Um, and I still like to keep, you know, a, a pulse on what's happening. But I had been before this a person who listened to the news a lot. And right now I have really found myself avoiding a lot of it and mm-hmm. I'll take in a little bit, but I've just put so much more attention to the things that I can control.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it, it go, all goes down to energy. What are you putting your energy towards in your, your, uh, your focused and your present awareness?
1: Well, the energy um, of the news, it's very clear what that is, you know, oh, for sure. um, yeah. as, as soon as you even glance a title, I know what I'm going to feel. And I'm just like, oops <laughs> skippity doo you know
2: <laughs> um yeah and when you feed the energy of fear it just amplifies and amplifies and i'm actually quite concerned for a few people that i know on facebook where their posts are increasingly getting more and more like uh crazy fear not, not crazy that's not a nice way to say it but fear-based but it's becoming all-encompassing and it's um you know it's worrying when you see.
0: I think it's a balance, really, because there's also people who are absolutely fearless, (laughs) and (laughs) and 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 that causes problems as well. You know, in Chicago, they closed the lake, Um, they closed the lakefront, and a lot of the popular parks because so many people were out. You know, they don't have any fear, they don't have any care, wow, or um, you know, precaution, and that's also very dangerous. So there's a fine line of being of understanding the seriousness of the situation without panicking
1: yeah, yeah yeah totally and also um I, I've noticed that my I don't know about you guys but uh, my intuition has increased because mm-hmm. being aware of what people are posting I, I I'm my subconscious is avoiding being fed all that stuff mm-hmm. and so before I even get on social media I kind of sense what's going to be there and Oof. who who not to read about and who to unfollow for 30 days. And, you know, it's, it's almost like an a inner navigational system of um, uh, surviving these days has clicked on in inside of me. And I kind of know how to navigate this intuitively now, um, like reading something without reading it. I It's getting really good. <laughs>
0: you know, I think we have a beautiful metaphor here for... The boundaries that we're setting with everyone Mm -hmm. self-isolating we've we like we have literally created some boundaries and and that's shown me where I need to place boundaries you know how much of my time am I giving to something else which feels a lot easier to do since I'm just at home all the time I don't have the the sharper contrast of physically changing to a different setting to my workplace to my friend's house where it's easier to maintain those boundaries
1: yeah totally and and um more and more uh i feel like uh we're all just adjusting to the beginning of this and it's been two weeks since you know we've all been indoors so to speak around two weeks two three weeks and um I already see the shape the shaping of social media changing the the landscape of it where uh, people have uh, gone through that fear the initial fear you know and now they're starting to get creative with their time um, and and working as a collective together giving each other assignments and doing things virtually together and Somehow it's bringing, it's really bringing people into a different level of uh, intimacy and acceptance, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel that a lot. You know, more people connecting online, connecting with relatives that they hadn't seen in a while. Um, Zoom, I've been like FaceTiming a lot more people more often.
1: I feel like when when all of this is over, I'm just going to go outside and and hug every stranger I see. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah
0: i know like, people are fuck, definitely lady? gonna want massages <laughs>
2: yeah. you're gonna be busy ale there's gonna be like a lineup around the
0: block
1: oh my god you're in the right profession after this is done, <laughs> yeah, done.
0: Yeah. i'm gonna need a million massages know, yes right? you're right <laughs>
1: So how have how have you you know I went through a one week of nightmares when all of this began, <clears throat> yeah. And then it shifted, and now they're weird, a very astral like Teresa. Yeah, um, a few sleep paralysis which I never get, so that's been interesting. But now um, it's it's back to a compensatory compensatory how do you say it compensatory dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'll have dreams where I'm like. And if you know me, whoever knows me out there, that this is not who I am. But I have dreams where where I'm like in a mini skirt and like feeling sexy and like going partying and (laughs) dancing and i'm just like i wake up like what the fuck like i'm i'm usually the nun in the corner you know so uh it's almost like this other side of me is like no dude have fun let loose like you you, my dreams are are making me use this other side of me.
2: the extrovert is uh, (laughs) screaming to get out (laughs) yeah and it's having a nightlife apparently that's good fun
0: (laughs) when you can't go to the club bring the club yeah
1: i'm like i wake up like jenny what was that like showing off your legs like that amazing (laughs) your cleavage (laughs) what the fuck
2: the dream cleavage (laughs) 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 yeah the dreams have changed a lot like i've had the same i've had like a lot of sleep paralysis i've had a lot of astral stuff and the lucid dreams are happening a lot and i think mostly because in my dreams uh basically this whole covid thing and this the, the the social distancing thing has been a tremendous trigger for lucidity in my dreams because i'll be having a dream and in the dream, someone will come up to me like, hey, and they're like, you know, getting physically close. And I'll be like, wait oh. a minute. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, no, s- social distancing. And I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. I've ha- been having so many lucid dreams.
0: Like, don't times. breathe on me.
2: Yeah. And this has been a trigger for lucidity. Um, because basically, the reality in the dream state, you know, it, uh, it it's breaking all the rules of what we're told to do. So it's making me... Oh. Become conscious and aware in the dream state. So I just, I had one last night. Uh, I've been having a lot of, when I go lucid in my dreams lately, I've been doing a lot of flying. So I've been flying over uh, buildings and over cities and they're empty. And uh, I'm flying, I was flying over New York City last night and it was empty. And the last lucid dream before that, it was flying over like Chinese cities that were empty. And so there's been just a lot of flying over empty cities with my when, when I go lucid. but um, yeah, you can use the fact that our reality right now is one of social distancing and use that as a trigger for your lucid dream state. It's been And, and Tree,
1: I've, I've heard a few people mention that their lucidity has increased as well. Yeah, so you're um, not alone there. It's uh, definitely maybe the people are becoming aware um, and we are in a dreamlike reality right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: I never thought I would be in this situation. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, this is a world. I don't think anyone did. No, this is a, the whole world is, has a common um, enemy. I don't know what else to call it, like uh, some kind of an event.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's and... interesting, isn't it? it? We've all been forced to question the nature of reality right now. Yeah. All of us. And nobody,
1: nobody, there's no country exempt of this virus, like maybe a little island somewhere. (laughs) But for the most part, the whole world is affected. And this is the first time that we've all been affected together.
2: It's on everyone's radar. And having said that, I've had a few people get in touch with me saying, Oh, I've I've experienced a mutual dream with like a a person, like an ex girlfriend. And what does this mean? I've had three of them, we've shared three so far. And so I've noticed uh, an increase of, well, I can't really back up the data, but just from a few people getting in touch, um, that it seems as though mutual dreaming is on the increase as well, which is, um, uh, the minds uh, connecting. Yeah. Yeah. The collective, uh, collective unconscious. And it makes sense if we're all going through navigating the same nature of reality right now with this. Well, you know, uh,
1: you know, I have a theory why that is happening because we're in the unknown right now um, with no with no set solid future uh, for the first time in a long time or for the first time ever maybe, where we can't really project too much into the future. this is when co-creating happens this is when creating and manifestation happens um, when we let go and we we let the universe you know guide us or, or um, bring us what we're supposed to. I think this is why I've been feeling that weird happiness inside. Um, because I know that this is the, the point, you know, of the real creation It's when you're at completely detached, you don't know what, what's going to happen, but, um, you're almost just like, uh, there's a gap that wasn't there. We were probably attached to a lot of things in the future, which was navigating our creation. And now we, we don't have that. So um, mutual dreaming, I feel like that, that's, that happens when things clear up and we create space, like our intuition is now rising, our subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the, like, yeah. things that were in like layer number 30 in our life, you know.
0: I think in the same way that, you know, when you remove one of the senses, all the others increase. And we've removed this physical connection that we've had and we're self-quarantining. I think that's increased our digital this more mental connection, where we are certainly for me, I've been connecting much more in that way. Yeah, and for sure. People are having a lot more time to sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true.
0: I have not been sleeping very well lately, um, but and I don't know how many other people. You know, I, I think a lot of people are struggling to sleep.
1: I never sleep well, so. <laughs> 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 i have i have kids um yeah. i i wake up two or three times a week that hasn't changed but what's what has changed because i'm upstate new york right now we we drove out of the city life when this happened um what has changed is how this feels here when i sleep even the small pockets of time i go deep like um i actually feel like i rested where whereas near the city i i didn't really feel like i was resting too much and and I, I'm thawing out, I guess.
0: <laughs> mm, I would like to be thawed out.
1: Also, I recommend, I recommend that you put ocean waves.
0: Oh, yeah. I do
1: that for my kids, and they like they really go down.
0: I've just been super in a creative mode. I've been so – I get wired. I get excited.
1: Oh, yeah. You're out. on.
0: Um, <laughs> and I've been having – it's so much fun for me, and I've been having a lot of fun doing it. And yeah. I know it's really hard for, for people, but, um, you know, art – is resistance
1: it's essential to to art
0: keeps us sane art keeps us connected Mm -hmm. Uh, art lets us speak and be heard and and to process emotions Um, and i think it's super helpful i I did have a a nightmare i hadn't had too many nightmares but i had a really rough one uh, right after a dream yoga which i'm teaching online by the way um So anyone can come in and join Inner Sense Healing Arts Collective. And it's all donation-based, totally free for anyone who wants to join. (laughs) And so after that night, I had a hard time sleeping. And this was right before I think they closed the streets or the day they they closed the parks, I mean. And um, and it was super hyper real. I was in my apartment, um, but everything was just a little more cluttered. And outside of my window in the parking lot, is this like it's a dystopian nightmare which we're kind of living in but there are these like military style trucks in the streets and there's like tents of a bunch of homeless people in this parking lot and this these trucks were collecting the dead and disposing of them through the streets and they would just go down the streets collecting all of the dead. And, and then I had, at one point I saw someone and these military dudes were shooting and shot some people even right in front of my apartment. And then some like young kid rebel hooligans uh, tried entering through my door Uh, And it just felt very invasive, uh, very dystopian, super nightmarish. Um, But the one thing that I, again, like, going back to what I could control in that moment that I took from the dream, thinking about it, was all of, like, the chaos involved. Um, And even just the, the clutter in my space. And surprisingly enough, a week into this, I still hadn't like cleaned my bedroom or hardly done any laundry,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so I finally did that. <laughs> and like how healing it is to again manage your own space mm. um, that I've still been, you know, neglecting. I didn't think I would be so occupied during all of this. Yeah, hmm. you know,
1: when when I sense you like intuitively, it's very flowy. Um, almost like flying around your room, doing this and that. That's how I feel about.
0: I'm an air sign. I'll say. Oh. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: a I'm a Gemini sun.
1: Ah, it's been a long time. I think since you've tapped into this persona, it's been a, it's the Luck. kind of kind of like the one we met, and then you and then and then you went through this weird phase of becoming really stiff, uh. and now you're back to this like flowy thing, you know
0: yeah thanks Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel that way a lot of my friends are like who who are you these days yeah Yeah. but it's good and even even a month before this happened um you know because I've been I've certainly been resisting a lot of the astrology stuff but hanging around (laughs) So many, like, witches and Reiki people and astrology readers and tarot readers. This is readers. the
1: time. This is the time. And
0: I've been doing tarot myself for the past year. Yeah. And even, like, a, a month before any of this was happening, I, I was getting, like, the hermit. And that I needed <laughs> to be using my voice more. Mm. Um, and and then all of this happens. And I'm, like, totally stepping into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, everybody's stepping into something. If they really get conscious, you know, um, or whoever's listening to this, there's something that that's, that's, wants to come out and it's good to become like a conscious dreamer at this time because you start to notice what is it that, that wants to unfold, that wants to enter your life. And um, and follow the little, like, uh, synchronicities, the little thoughts, like, do them. Like, if you get a little thought, try to do something about it like Alejandro did. Uh, decluttering (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this is the time to get witchy I'm totally changing with this Um, at some point I got very quiet about some things about some things about myself and I'm realizing these are the these are my survival instincts Um, without the witchy stuff I can't survive for me, it's like almost like my intuition has to be active; it has to be on and on, mm-hmm. um, in order for me to navigate. And I had for a while, maybe not listened too much in the past few months. So uh, maybe the whole year, I don't know. Maybe 2019 was the, when I got a little more rational about things. <laughs> um, but now I'm like, I feel like I'm back. That's the thing. Yeah
0: absolutely and i know some you know there's everyone's doing yoga on zoom now (laughs) yeah but that people are like how much easier it is for people to just log on from the comfort of their own homes and so many people are just offering this like yeah uh how it's become so much more accessible for people and you hosted a dream circle yeah we hosted a dream circle
2: that I missed, because I'm so bad at mathematics. <laughs> we'll do <laughs> another one. Practice, I know.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we'll I'm, doing, do
2: I'm doing one tomorrow, guys. Oh, really? When? Mm-hmm. Where? Yeah, uh, tomorrow, um, uh, London time. I think it's 7.30 p.m. or 7 o'clock London time. I, oh. I'm going to have to work this which, out, because I need to- <laughs>
1: Which will be in the past once people hear this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, go, exactly. don't go looking. Don't, don't go, go looking for looking this. For
2: it, but <laughs> I'll let. I'll let you. T- I'll send you guys the information. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, the digital dream circles are really cool, and yeah. um, I think a lot. Like so much is changing. Like the world will never be the same, and it's such a precious opportunity to to imagine to create of new ways of, of moving forward after this. That's
1: what's happening, Alejandro. You know when people say when when death is near, so to speak, it's not like we're dying or anything, but it makes us appreciate the fact that we don't feel like we don't know if how the what what the world situation is going to be tomorrow. It's kind of like a death card in some way mm-hmm. where um we we're living each day like, it's the last day, you know? It's like a weird kind of, at least for me, it's been like, okay, uh, every situation is unique. I, I Like, I'm not getting mad at my kids too much. You know what I mean? Um, not letting it get on my nerves too much. Rather, I'm just enjoying them. Um, I find myself just being like, what's the point of yelling? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. the point? Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's yeah. no point. Go ahead, son. You know, cry it out or or play or be crazy like how much
0: love has been coming out from
1: yeah this? yeah oh yeah love is amplifying but it's also like hard so it's too like you said a whole spectrum of emotions at the same time and mm-hmm. i'm sure it gets overwhelming but
0: you know i think it's been so clear that we're all suffering yeah and like just to acknowledge that and to accept that we're suffering yeah has has really made me love people so much harder mm-hmm. yeah because we're all going through this, we're all in this together. Yep. And mm-hmm. that how, how important it is to be of service. I found mm-hmm. so much meaning and uh, solitude in making myself to be in service to the people around me in any way that I can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And even that's just like sending someone a super supportive text mm-hmm. or giving your friend a shout out Um, giving someone an ear giving someone else a call uh, or even you know there's a shortage of medical equipment Mm. and I've seen and I'm I'm working with my cousin who's 3d printing masks and face shields to provide to people Um, and I've seen people offering to you know take groceries for for the elderly for people who are at risk
1: but you know what there's no wrong way of doing this situation so if you're if you've been frozen and not doing anything or being quiet, you know, not being in service of it's, it's okay. Like, um, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I, I, whoever can will. And, but if you can't, it's okay. Like we are all coping in our own way. And I understand mm-hmm. the the people who have been keeping to themselves and gotten quieter. It's, it's okay. You yeah. know, you don't have to be gung ho and creative right. or anything, but, you know, let, let think let the energy move also, let it shift a little bit, like try yeah. to try to get out of that.
0: To feel bit. empowered to ask for help if you need it. And exactly, to out. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um because that's that's important and that's a brave brave action too. And it's helped me to really like encourage myself to cry.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. crying right. is so helpful. Oh my god. You know, yeah.
0: Um our hearts are like cloth to be wrung out after the night's rain and then hung to dry and if we don't wring out those towels and they stay wet then they grow heavy they'll grow moldy and we can't help a lot and so if you need the time to wring out and sometimes it takes a lot of time
1: it does Mm -hmm. everybody's doing different everybody's doing a different time
0: feeling Uh what you are feeling and letting that and knowing that none of the feelings are permanent that nothing is permanent
2: yeah Mm -hmm. it all will pass and it does um It it does and will pass. Mm -hmm. I read somewhere spring is
1: happening without us. Um, (laughs) And I was kind of like, well, in a way, yeah, it's like, uh, yes and no. You know, I didn't exactly feel what was said, but I understood where it came from. Like, we're all indoors.
2: It's true. I've noticed that, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm lucky that I'm really close to this amazing Canadian beauty. So I just go out the, the backyard and can go on a hike and see, you know, mountains and mm. streams. And I'm watching spring spring up all around me. And I'm I've, nice. I've been taking the time to just really, yeah, hey, nature is carrying on without. Um, it's also brought me into more present awareness with. Uh, being present with nature and also and how
1: how, sec- how sexy is nature right now? I mean, there's nothing sexier than nature right now. Everybody's like, who didn't give a shit is now
2: like, wow, nature. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's just tea. It's just so sensual, and it's just right now. It's just like sex. <laughs>
0: Springtime the birds and the bees come out to play. No, but
1: it's like um nature Stay has beca- na- <laughs> nature nature is suddenly being appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. To, like be, like never before. It's like um uh, something is happening. The a connection to mother earth is happening and the home.
0: earth is getting a chance to breathe.
1: Totally yeah, I, I've heard that just in a week like the pollution has gone down in some cities and and in different countries in just a week. I mean, if we would kind of apply what we went through right now, once this is over, this whole Corona thing, if we would apply like the whole social distancing and a little bit of, um, you know, quarantining ourselves every once in a while, not using cars, you know what I mean? If we would actually apply what we went through in a different, in a balanced way, obviously, um, we would really be able to help the planet and all that pollution and stuff
0: yeah
2: yeah and maybe even help our 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 mental well-being because a lot of the things in our uh, society like rushing to nine to five jobs lots of stress being stuck in traffic jams Commuting; these things all bring about, you know, a high state of anxiety. So a lot of us don't even realize that that's how we function. We function function in high anxious states, you know. <laughs> so, we funky. you
0: know,
1: you know what though? Uh, you know the the f- what is it? The flight or fight instinct. Mm-hmm. It it's been activated um, during oh, these yeah. two weeks. Something like I've noticed how people some people have gone completely onto their one side of the brain and other people to the other side of the brain, (laughs) you know, the left or the right. And, um, Dimitri, my husband, he, he said that as soon as he felt that, that instinct, he knew exactly what to do. It's almost like it got very clear where he wanted to go, what he wanted to do, because it's what he always wanted to do. And th- well, here we are, you know, Back to nature. <laughs> where, he want, where, he, where he really deep inside always wanted to be. And um, he said that this came as a really clear, 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 super hyper clear moment to him. And I feel like these moments in our life, that's what they're for. Like uh, some I'm sure a lot of people are going to change careers, quit jobs, you know, and um, take up different hobbies it's like this is changing us completely
2: oh totally yeah, i'm sure total you'll see lots up. a big shake up you'll see a lot of that after this is lifted they even saw, probably see a lot of relationships break up and <laughs> a lot of things are going to change
1: yeah exactly because you're like wait this is one life i have one life one chance i had or i had one chance because you're thinking i don't know what's going to happen to me you know And this is what I did, you know, (laughs) this is how I lived. Like, no, I don't want to take any more, um, you know, inauthentic things in my life. Like you want to, right now, something really is brewing inside people to be real because this is realizing that they had this life and they didn't take advantage of it. And now when this is over, they're going to, you know.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of hidden benefits and I know it's atrocious and I know, a lot of people are really struggling right now.
1: Oof! Can you imagine how many small businesses will have to close, and uh, yeah. how many unemployed people? I know. I mean, it's 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 really uh, it's going to be like a,
0: a. It's a whole mixed bag of of Damn, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, whatever we're feeling is okay to be feeling because yes. there's so much to be felt.
2: Yeah. yeah. I often think about my work as a death doula and I haven't really talked um, about this too much. Um, and I, I'm kind of planning to do some online death cafes soon when everything ah, just really starts same. to hit everyone. And you guys you guys should because this is such a such such the moment for that, you know? Yeah. And I really feel like the moment's kind of coming up now because it's a, it's a cumulative and it's kind of sinking in. It's almost like you get a diagnosis of, um, you know, Hey, you're, you're very ill. You've got cancer. This is the timeline. This is the prognosis. I mean, this is happening, but on a global scale. So collectively we are going through the five stages of grief altogether. And I think that yeah. now more than ever uh, to look at and reflect upon the lessons and the reality of death Um, not just the symbolic representations of death which are endings and transformation but the biological reality of death um, and to really sit with that and and join together in a positive way to to navigate this because um, it's all around us at the moment you know
0: yeah and David Kessler just wrote an article and David Kessler worked with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross to develop the five stages of grief yeah and he wrote a brilliant article. Go check him out. You can find it on um, his Instagram page. Uh, but he talked a little bit about the sixth stage of grief. Yeah. Which is meaning. Which is that after acceptance, which is the final stage. And I also want to note that none of the stages of grief have to be linear. Exactly. You can be yeah. experiencing any of them at any point for any length of time. Mm-hmm. But he said one that acceptance was where the power lies yeah because when you accept where you're at you can acknowledge and recognize what it is you need to be doing for yourself for others and then after that acceptance though is finding meaning in the suffering and the meaning for a lot of us for me certainly has been like uh, as uh, we've already talked about this deeper connection to nature to our loved ones to our own selves and our own practices, be them spiritual or physical or mental.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I mean, I, I I never thought I would be missing even the, my family that I would see once a week. Um, you know, from my husband's side, it's like it's terrible to be separated right now. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it through Zoom, though. You know, we, we try, and with my family in Peru as well. But, yeah, I'm so, so much more appreciative of my connections and my family and my friends. and um, I'm very grateful to be shown to appreciate them more, you yeah, know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I've been doing tarot for, like, um, it's good. I've been s- still working because I was like, oh, no, I've lost all my work. Because oh, yeah. If you guys want a tarot reading, contact Tree. Yeah, so I've been doing that online through various platforms. Um, and, yeah, I've been seeing the same cards getting pulled over and over again. I've pulled the death card. I've pulled the judgment card. Um, <laughs> let what we get. Yeah. Okay, let me shuffle them real good. And um, and it's great with the tarot. It doesn't even it doesn't matter even if you're far away and it's on a Zoom call or Skype. There's still a connectivity. So um, it's incredible. If if you know when we connect in mind and spirit, it's still it's still there. You don't need to be physically in the same room uh, to to have these things come through. Okay, so let's pull a, a tarot for these times of uncertainty and limbo. Okay, haha, <laughs> this is interesting. I pulled the devil card. Hmm. So the devil card is—it's the card of restrictions. Uh, it's also quite destructive when it comes to obsessions. Um, Addictions as well is a big is a big message of the tarot. Um, the tarot is uh, the devil. Also, it deals a lot with earthbound energies, um, ones that are a bit vampiric and narcissistic as well. What can we say about the devil? It's a good time to look at right now um, of what might be self-destructive behavior within ourselves. During this time of isolation and also being homebound, it could be a really good uh, opportunity to look at the areas in your life where you have any type of addiction. And this, these vices and addictions could be anything from smoking cigarettes to, to drinking to addictive behavior. It could be like social media can certainly be addictive. The news.
0: <laughs> what can you let go of?
2: Yeah, the news. So also like what, what
1: what good is our material possessions, you know, if, if, if we can't enjoy it, <laughs> you know? So it's almost like, um, I feel like this card, for me, it's screaming like balance. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, to like, I know of like surrendering what doesn't need us, but also being able to indulge in some mm-hmm. of life's pleasures.
1: Like now you know, it was, now you thought, what you thought was not enough is now, would now be like a lot. <laughs> yeah yeah there's
0: yeah. like baphomet standing on this pillar it's got bat wings and the pentacle and to the left and to the right are a male and female figures and they have these chains around their neck uh, but that the chains around their neck are very open and loose mm. that a lot of the limitations that we think are on us are self-imposed
2: yeah, absolutely. We have the freedom to to and the power to walk away from these sort of things. Um, I also see the devil card is a it's a big it's the card of the shadow. So doing shadow work, looking at our our wounded self, all the aspects of ourselves that we feel that we um, want to squish away into the closet and don't want to look at. Uh, I feel like this is a, the perfect opportunity, especially everyone being uh, stuck in these sort of insular modes is to really start doing your shadow work and, and really looking at, um, all the aspects of your shadow that are wanting to come to the light and to be yeah. integrated and let go.
1: Loved um, to be a Really good time yeah. for shadow work. Love, love and acceptance. You know, this is a re- definitely, um, part of integration is to accept and, um, Love yourself as you are and meet yourself, greet yourself, you know, the different parts of yourself.
2: Yeah, and and releasing uh, limited beliefs about yourself. So with that being said, like amping up your self-care and your self-love and really um, looking to uh, nurture yourself and give yourself unconditional love through this time that we're going through. On a a greater scale, it feels as though we're dealing a lot with our collective shadow as well, the whole world moving through this uncertainty, anxiety, fear. Um, And uh, this is a chance to heal as a whole as well, a chance for the collective to heal and a chance for the collective to rise up into a shift of consciousness in a good, in a good positive way. And of course, there's opposing forces where we, we still are navigating tons of, uh, of fear and uncertainty. And certainly there's a lot of um, conspiracy theories flying around that people are, are latching onto and um, that are fear-based energies and just releasing a lot of that. I think the yeah. key is to getting back to to your internal and to your source. So it's connecting to that Spirit of love that we are all within us, uh, which takes um, a shift of your your perspective and your consciousness. So you're not focusing on the external anymore. So you're not catching up on the latest conspiracy theory or what's going on in the news and feeding that wow. and arguing with people on Facebook. Going, you know, it's it's pulling away from that and almost like you know tr- logging out, logging out of of, of those uh, devices and getting back into that connection to source. So that could be bringing yourself into states of meditation, uh, quiet times with, with, with self and, and really pulling away from, uh, from what's going on uh, with the fear-based stuff.
1: And this is the first time people are getting to know themselves in a different way. And I almost feel like if you think of yourself of um, where you would like to be in, let's say a year,
2: Mm.
1: what, what, feelings do you have from that and what is keeping you from being that now Mm -hmm. today like um, I feel like it's a great time to just uh, feel yourself out like what what you could really see your life almost like a movie now we have so much time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, to to see it from a different perspective because we are in a new perspective and it's good to view things when you have shifted
0: Yeah. yeah you know in the dream circle there was a woman who had that dream. And one of the questions that came about when we were discussing it was, how are you nurturing yourself? Mm. And, you know, that includes what we're eating. I've certainly been eating a lot better because I've just gone <laughs> grocery shopping and yeah. <laughs> not been eating out as much, cooking at home more. Mm. That involves like the, you know, what, like you've been talking about the information that we're taking in on the mm. Internet that involves our practices? How are you nurturing yourself? Mm-hmm.
1: And I haven't been, usually I eat all day. I'm just like an EEE kind of person. Here I, I've just been uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No no real snacking. Um, I've noticed that I the, my focus is not on food. Uh, I, I feed myself and I feel great after I eat and I don't need to stress eat like I used to. <laughs> like yeah. it, this would be the time yeah, I should yeah. I should be stress eating and I'm not <laughs> the opposite is happening I'm just in a different mode
2: yeah it's a really great time to take on a challenge um, if you want to shift up some bad habits and this is the, the devil card definitely points towards habits it could be bad habits that are destructive in, in ways uh, for our health like uh, it could be eating bad, you know, eating not very healthily or uh, smoking tons or whatever it is, and it could, or it could be negative thought patterns. So it's a really great time right now to, to, to look at how to transcend all of that. Um, set, set yourself some goals if you're a smoker to cut down your smoking or, um, or just a quick cold turkey, however you want to do it. But these are the, the, the type of things that the devil card really bring into the light.
0: Thank you all so much for joining us in another episode of The Dream Freaks. We love making these for you. If you want to support us, you can hop over to our Patreon where for as little as $1 a month, you can support us creating, editing, producing this content for you. And we can reward you with all kinds of things such as recordings of brainstorming sessions, Q&A, personal private interpretation of your own dreams merch check it out thank you so much please remember to like share subscribe follow have a good night sweet dreams